Hey, I'm Tyler. And I'm Katie. And you are listening to Nostalgia, the podcast where we rewatch things and then regret it. So, uh, <laughs> this week, uh, we are going to do our first live action show. And Ooh. in that category uh, of live action shows, we're going to watch a lot of these. It's also a game show. Okay. <laughs> you, you couldn't see out there listening to the podcast latest <laughs> Katie staring at me like, oh God, a game show. Uh, this show is called Double Dare. Have you ever heard of or seen Double Dare, Kate? No. Okay. Um, so do <laughs> I don't know anything. I'm, Good, I'm totally that's fine. Yet. You're going in. Uh, I'm assuming that there's some dare, daring action, some daring hijinks. Yeah. Potentially. More or less. Uh, so this show is hosted by Mark Summers, who hosted a lot of Nick Game shows. He hosted Unwrapped on the Food Network a little later, if you ever watched that. It's a great show. It's kind of a um, weird career change. I know. He's Well, no, he's like a host. You know, he's like but a professional that's host. That's all he does. Pretty much. You, I have very high expectations. Good. Uh, so you got Mark Summers hosting the show. Uh, it premiered in 1986. It ran until 1993. They made, this shocked me, 486, no, 482, I'm sorry, episodes wow. in that time. So they made tons and tons of these. Um, it was originally taped in Philly. I did not know that until I did my research for this. From, Where? Uh, I have no idea. But from 86 to 89, it was in Philly. I was in New York briefly, and then they finished off in Orlando, Florida, at the Nickelodeon Studios, which we'll talk about probably more in future episodes. It was like this mythical place as a kid. You're like, oh my god, I must go there. It was like Mecca for kids who watched Nick in the in the 90s. They would always say at the end of episodes, filmed in Orlando Studios, at Nick, Nick Studios in Orlando, Florida. They would show you like this amazing big orange building, you know, where this was going on. You don't sound impressed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the other interesting thing I saw about this is that when they premiered this show, they were looking for stuff to put on the air in the mid-80s. They were running focus groups, Nickelodeon, and they realized there were no game shows created specifically for children ever made at any point in history up until the mid-80s. So they made this, and it was a huge hit. It, like, tripled their their views and all that. So it worked really well. The reason it's called Double Dare, and you'll we'll get into it when we watch it, is because the structure is like there's some trivia questions mm -hmm. and there's two teams of kids. Later they did like the family version and stuff too. It really just turned into family feud. But the kids can dare, if they don't know the answer or they don't want to try the question, they can dare the other set of kids. They can double dare back and if you can't get it on a double dare, you have to accept a physical challenge instead of the question and they'd have these messy obstacle courses with like, you know, green slime and like, Ugh. All sorts of stuff you'd have to like wriggle through, and there's also some sort of physical aspects as well. They'll do little games where they have to like catch, you know, throw a ball, and and the kid on the other side has to like catch it in a pie tin or something. Those kind of games. It was different every episode. The physical challenges always looked fun. That's all. So okay. That's why it's called Double Dare. So here's why I think this is good. The physical challenges always look fun as a kid. Uh, they're really messy and good. And I think a reason it might hold up for us is that the prizes are going to be really entertaining to look at. As a kid, they always made me really, usually envious. Like, oh my god, I want that thing. It was, so it was good, you know, commercialism. But I, I think it's going to be fun to watch it now. All right? All right. We're going to watch an episode from 1987, the back-to-school episode of Double Dare. You ready? Yeah, let's see uh, Mark Summers, professional host. <laughs> it's back-to-school for these two teams who are learning their ABCs by balancing blocks. First group of Dr. Squares will make the grade with 20 bucks and control of the show with lots of class. Double there. 
Let's meet our teams that are competing. First of all, the team to my right, the Potato Head Kids. Say hello to Greg and Jill. Greg has inherited a great collection. Tell everybody about this thing. Well, I collect comic books and have about 300 of them. And your dad had them prior to you, huh? Yeah. And uh, Jill just learned how to use a pogo stick? Yeah. Have you seen those electric pogo sticks that they have? No. They really do. They're, they're electric or battery operated and they bounce all over. They're really neat. $20 over here for the Potato Head Kids. Let's meet the team that's going to try and stop their winning ways. They call themselves the Tomato Killers. Say hello to Anna and Ryder. Hi, Anna. How are you? Fine. Tell me something exciting about you. Well, um, I go to the Penn Charter and I'm the first class of girls to go through. They the never allowed girls there? No, not before. That's amazing. Yeah, just till the second grade. Well, congratulations. That's great. And Ryder has a twin sister, huh? Yeah. Um, well, it's kind of nice because I can get, like, um, test answers from her and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, really? <laughs> well, we won't let your teachers at home know about that. Why are they all he's, in uniform? He's explaining it to you right now. What is this, like a Chinese gymnastics team? Wow, Mark Summers looks young. Did he say the Potato Head Kids? They have to pick team names. I don't know Those if they're Those kids don't look anything related? like potatoes. Is this kid okay? Does he have like a retainer in? Okay, so they have to give a fun fact about each of the kids, but like none of these facts seem fun. And Jennifer, you were rejected as prom queen. That was her fun fact. I go to a school. Pretty look at her. <laughs> looks a little nerdy. Ryder looks like he hurts ants with a magnifying glass. Are these kids competing for real money? Yeah. Who, who gives kids money? Does it go into a savings bond? I hope so. I think the questions are pretty easy on this show. Uh, where does Lisa go to school? <laughs> she just said it. <laughs> What's her name, Lisa? I don't know. Why is that kid sticking his finger in his mouth? I'm thinking. This is the best part. The physical challenge. Okay. Why do they have knee pads on? What are they going to be did doing? You say, look, he's going to tell you. Did he say doobies? He said you must catch two of those doobies. What is it? It's like a balloon? Oh, look at him. He's catching the doobies. <laughs> it's just a big balloon. Why is it called a doobie? Oh, man. Oh, man. It looks like he's going to choke. <laughs> you really can't do it. Tomato killers are going to win this. I really think that no one is going to be the winner here. <laughs> Linda's really taking it seriously over there. Is her name Linda? I don't know. These kids do not know the capital of Missouri. Nope. Ryder would know Timbuk3. What is this really testing? It's not. Oh, of course, Anne knows that. Her name's not Anne. All right, here we go. Another physical challenge. I don't think this girl's up to the physical challenge. <laughs> I need my inhaler. Is that a pie? We're going to find out. Oh, God. Meanwhile, Mark Summers is just trying to prevent a work-related accident. <laughs> I don't know how many sandwiches you're supposed wow. to catch. What if these kids don't know what an isthmus, an isthmus is... How come she won't speak an answer into the microphone? Well, you know, it's the 80s and she's a young girl. <laughs> these kids don't know anything. People are complaining that education has been down the tubes. It's been down the tubes since, he, since here. <laughs> At least 1986. You can't, name, you can't name the capital of Switzerland. You don't know what burn is. Is she pouring soda on him? <laughs> kid's choking to death. <laughs> Do kids like this? Why is that kid licking himself? He said it was good. This isn't something a family could afford to maintain, this house, like your yeah. own landline. I would never let my child do this. Oh, they have to swim through this root beer. F this is horrible. This is like Guantanamo Bay level, guys. What are we looking at here? Why are they squirting these children? Oh, now he's running up that thing. Shoot. He's rolling her the wrong way, that's why. Oh, God, go. ew. Meanwhile, this kid has sustained an injury on the root beer float slide. Uh-oh, she looks pretty upset. I think she might cry. Every contestant on Double Dare receives a free pair of Reebok sneakers. Reebok, the official view of Double Dare, because life is not a spectator sport. All right, guys, hey, we're back. We're back. Uh, Kate, 
Can you give us a, a really, really brief rundown of what that was? It was a quiz show. And then at the end, they did an obstacle course. Yeah. And it was garbage. <laughs> oh, no. Come on, that was garbage. If you even, mean... Even you can say that that was a stinker. <laughs> if you mean they had to slide through garbage to get the flags, to get the prizes. Yeah, it was a... Uh... That was a bit of a rough one. That was that was I, not good. I All right, so here, let's go through the list of why you thought it was good, and then I'll tell you why it was not good, and then the episode will be oh, over. No. Go ahead. Okay, so the first thing that you talked about was that the physical challenges were really great. <laughs> they were either extremely lame or at the opposite end of the spectrum, Guantanamo Bay esque. It was like, well. Here, use a fishing pole to pop some balloons, or waterboard yourself in a root beer float and then hand a flag to your partner. You're make, mixing up the physical no. challenges with the obstacle okay. course at the end. Well, here's the I thing. I know it's all the same. It all sucked. <laughs> right? So, and then yeah. that you said the prizes were entertaining. I thought it would be fun to see the old prizes. No, the old prizes. There was a color TV. A VCR. And a VCR. Uh, trip to Disney World, which they did not win. When and the kids were sad at the end. Like, she it was wasn't, really sad. It wasn't fun at the end. Well, the they were girl, like ready to cry. The girl who goes to Penn Charter, she couldn't get through what looked like the easiest part of the obstacle yeah, course, which was to like open a door. It was she was too light to move it down. Yeah, the, and they lost like thirty seconds there. I would argue that the highlight of the show were the two showrunners who kept obviously accidentally messing up oh, yeah, and like they, forgetting props and like really bad trying to put little hats on kids right. and it didn't work. The rubber bands like wouldn't. With the cups on them, wouldn't stretch over it just kids' seemed, faces. So it just seemed like a very chaotic, unorganized experience, and like not in a fun way. In the way, like where your dad plans a vacation and you have no idea what you're doing, and but then you realize, he. yeah, he has no idea, and he's like, "All right, kids, we're going to this rest stop." Like, that's what it felt like the whole time. So. Yeah, uh, even the host, Mark Summers. Uh, professional host was having trouble with it. He's like, yeah, where's he, that uh, that apple with a worm in it that was supposed to be in this box? I would argue... Why did they leave all that in? That he's really unraveled. <laughs> Not unwrapped, guys. Unraveled. Wow. Um, all right. So that was... 30 minutes that I'll never get back. <laughs> For Nostalgia, I'm Katie. And I'm Tyler. Bye. Contact us at nostalgia at AOL.com if you want to tell us why Double Dare's good. If, if you think that, you should be in an institution. See ya. It's awful. Nickelodeon.